Welcome to Better Animal Handling, episode 169. Center of Missouri, USA. I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog, and immaculately dressed co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from Chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode on what not to wear when handling animals. Our topics for the week are improper attire when handling animals, proper small animal handling attire, and proper large animal handling attire. We'll provide direction on what to wear when handling animals, but first, what should you not wear when handling large or small animals? First is contaminated or torn clothing. Clothing with shiny accessories that could distract animals or damage tack. Tight clothing that restricts a full range of movement of the limbs. Puffy sleeves that could catch on handling equipment or animal containments. Hooded tops or loose long hair that could block peripheral vision. Sandals tennis shoes, or other footwear permeable to liquids. Large rings, dangling jewelry, or shiny and or reflective jewelry. Long fingernails, which can entrap disease agents or injure animals. Fuzzy outerwear, such as wool, collared coats that can trap animal hair, dust, and body secretions. The question then becomes, what should be worn to handle small animals? Well, jewelry, if any, should be limited to wedding band type rings and small stud style earrings. Clothing should be reasonably clean and not torn. A clinical or laboratory coat are appropriate for handling dogs, cats, and other small mammals. long sleeve coats can aid in protecting handlers from cat scratches. Footwear should be closed-toed and impermeable to liquids. Attire for animal handling should be worn only when handling or restraining animals, and then changed to reduce the risk of transmitting disease among other animals or to humans. Fingernails should not extend beyond the end of the finger to reduce the risk of injury to other handlers or to animals being handled and because longer fingernails are more capable of entrapping disease agents. If ID badges are needed, they should either be attached to the clothing or worn using a safety breakaway lanyard around the neck. Handlers, cuts, and abrasions should be treated and covered before handling animals. 
Special personal protective equipment should be worn at appropriate times, such as waterproof aprons should be worn when bathing animals. Safety glasses or goggles should be worn if handling animals whose nails or beaks are being trimmed, especially when using a high-speed handheld electric grinder. Earplugs should be worn if noise from barking dogs prevent conversation at a normal voice. Face masks or shields must be worn when handling birds with pointed beaks or assisting with teeth cleaning or other dental procedures. Latex rubber or nitrile gloves should be worn if hands have cuts or cracks and should always be worn when handling small mammals other than dogs and cats to protect from infectious diseases and allergens. What then should be worn when handling large animals? Jewelry, if any, should be limited to wedding band-type rings or small stud-style earrings. Clothing should be reasonably clean and untorn. Short sleeves or rolled-up long sleeves are needed to keep arms from being easily caught on fences, gates, and handling equipment during warm weather. Coveralls are thick trousers in muted green or khaki color are appropriate for routine handling of livestock and poultry. A strong belt can be used as a temporary lead rope around an animal's neck or a flag to direct animal movement. Leather leggings are advisable if handling ratites to protect legs from board strikes. Boots should be loose-fitting, water-permeable, and non-skid soles. Metal toe caps may be advisable when working with cattle, small ruminants, or ratites. Attire for animal handling should be worn only when handling or restraining animals and then changed to reduce the risk of transmitting disease among other animals and to humans. Fingernails should not extend beyond the end of the finger to reduce the risk of injury to other handlers or animals being handled because longer fingernails are more capable of entrapping disease agents. If ID badges are needed, they should be either attached to the clothing or worn using a safety breakaway lanyard around the neck. Handler cuts or abrasions should be treated and covered before handling animals. At appropriate times, special personal protective equipment should be worn. Waterproof aprons should be worn when bathing animals. Safety glasses or goggles should be worn if handling animals that may sling body secretions or bath water or when dust is prevalent. Goggles should be used if working with horses or cattle in wet and muddy conditions. Earplugs should be worn if noise from animals, particularly swine, or their handling equipment prevents conversation at a normal level. Nose and mouth masks, N95 or N100, are needed in circumstances that could involve infectious diseases or dusty environments, particularly in total confinement poultry environments. Latex rubber or nitrile gloves should be worn if hands have cuts or cracks. Hats for handling of livestock or poultry aid in protecting from overexposure to sunlight and head injury. Ball caps are popular, but a simple 
brimmed hat will also protect against sun on the ears and the back of the neck. When working in tight quarters, brimmed hats give a handler an early warning of the possibility of hitting his head on structure beams or handling equipment. They also help keep spider webs and barns out of the face and hair. Hoods or other headgear or long hair that obstruct peripheral vision might become snagged and entrap the head and should not be worn when working with livestock, particularly cattle, horses, or swine. If you have comments or are interested in particular animal handling subjects, contact us at cbc at betteranimalhandling.com. Now, let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Proper attire is essential for animal handler safety. Proper attire for handling small animals and large animals has both similarities and differences. Attire for animal handling is needed to protect against physical and infectious disease injuries. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling can be found in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press, and is available on Amazon for many other fine book supply sources. My new spiral-bound handbook, Concise Textbook of Small Animal Handling, was recently published and is available from all major science book supply sources. Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. This website has more than 150 past podcasts with notes on handling of dogs, cats, other small mammals, birds, reptiles, horses, cattle, small ruminants, swine, and poultry. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about a cat lover's opinion of cat cafes. Hey, Abby, what attire does an Australian cattle dog wear to herd cattle? She said that she just coats herself with courage. I know that's true, but maybe a helmet wouldn't hurt.